My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Welcome everyone to the Curious Universe podcast. I'm here with my special guest, Nicole Kim. I am so excited to introduce her to you and to explore some kind of really different things that we haven't explored on the show here. So um, just tell you a little bit about her. She is a fashion designer, executive, turn investor, entrepreneur, and life coach. She's also a jewelry whisperer. She's an access consciousness certified facilitator. She's a friend of mine. She's fantastic. She's gorgeous. And, uh, and she's here with us. <laughs> we get so lucky. What an introduction. Oh my goodness, Kathy, you make me feel so great about myself. Oh, good. Thank you so much for inviting me here. I'm so excited. I'm excited too. Um, right before the show, we were talking, we started to get in a little bit into the, the conversation of beauty um, and, and self-expression. Can, can we launch off of that? So as a fashion designer, actually, maybe let's talk, let's hear your story. How, tell yeah. me about the story. Oh, what happened? Designer. Yeah. What happened? Oh, with my hair or with the fa fashion oh. designer turns, you know, executive. Oh. Yeah. Well, I worked in fashion design for a long time, over 25, 30 years, uh, working for huge corporations, Ralph Lauren, Donna Karen, just really great companies. And I became a senior executive and I really liked what I was doing. And I love designing. I love creating amazing, beautiful things, using different fabrics, working with silhouettes and colors and you know, ladies who put on my clothes, they feel just so great and happy. They thank me. They, I don't know, just, I had so much fun. And then I was doing a lot of yoga and meditation and going on retreats and learning lots of different um, healing modalities. Of course, I used to make myself wrong for that, thinking that, oh my goodness, what am I doing? I should be just doing fashion, just one thing in my life just like my mother told me to, or, you know, other people expect of me in the companies, like you're supposed to just do one thing and be great at it. So I had that in drilled in my brain and I felt wrong that I was becoming very good at healing or working with certain energies and, you know, coaching people with those tools that I learned. And I was doing that for many years. It was like my little secret like my col colleagues will ask me, hey, where are you going away for your vacation? You're, you're taking next week off. It's like, like I'm going on a retreat, spiritual retreat for a week or two in Sedona, Arizona. And like, I'll be just so happy. But um, oh, just going away with, with my friends, uh, you know, like totally like not touching on that part of me. And I was just sort of like, kind of like hiding the fact that I am interested in other things. And there are so much more available to me and others in this world. So that was me. And then an opportunity came a few years ago and I really got that, wow, this is the time for me to just, you know, get out of my shell and really share 
what uh, what I've been really learning, the great things, you know, and the and then I learned access bars, um, access consciousness bars. It's a light therapeutic touch. We have like thirty two different points on our head with the light touch on your head, you know, offered by a practitioner. You could just feel so much more ease and and relaxed and peaceful. And I was like, wow, what's this? And then I discovered the whole thing around excess consciousness. And I, I realized that, wow, there are just incredible knowledge, tools um, available, techniques available. So I started learning one after another. And I was like, this is way too good for me to just hoard all myself. <laughs> I better share this work with the world. So I decided to become a facilitator and a life coach, along with many other things. Wow. Wow. So did you, so did you just leave the, the fashion executive world? Was it just like that? Or was it a slow transition? How was that for you? Oh, so I've been dreaming of having my own company, my own fashion brand for many years. So I prepared for long time and studying and preparing. And, um, a moment came and I was like, you know what, I'm good. So, and also I learned, I was so interested in jewelry, jewelry design. So I learned how to do that for many years, prepared. And I didn't think that I was good enough, but a part of me, I was like, you know what, I'll, this will never change or I better just take a different action. I'm just going to freaking start. So I started it and I started selling them on Etsy, selling them to people I knew and then slowly it, it evolved. And I, when I found the access consciousness, um, you know, there are different tools that are available for creators or business people or heal. I mean, all kinds of people, right? And it really helped me to sort of like get over my fear around uh, making my business more successful or being able to express myself in any way I choose to without worrying about other people's judgments. Because there was sort of like the key thing that kind of helped me back. Like, what if they don't like my designs? What if they don't like this? What customers? What if they don't like that? Like all that kind of helped me back. So that's why I couldn't really like really shine in a way that I wanted to shine, you know, and share my craft as well. Because I love creating things. I love making things. So, I mean, Cassie, like we have that in common. We, we love fashion. We love beauty. We love self-expression. And, you know, I just, I just hope that like what I could, what I could create or, you know, using just all my abilities and capacities, like, you know, what, what would it take for, for me or for us to share with the world in a way that really contribute to other people's expressions or the way they really, you know, live their, their lives fully. So that's sort of like what I do with everything you know, fashion, jewelry, life coaching, you know, even in, even with investing, it's about the, I don't know, greater contribution living on this planet that, that I would like to uh, provide or, you know, receive. I mean, it's a simultaneous gifting and receiving, right? Yeah. Yeah. So it, this is so interesting. I can almost hear the listeners' heads of but you like, you know, let's put you on a pedestal. Like it's like an executive designer for these big fashion um, names. 
but you still had this sense of if you went on your own, people might not like your creations. Mm-hmm. What, what, what? <laughs> well, it's, it's in one way it's cool because I think other people that maybe they don't know why they have that doubt mm-hmm. inside them. They, they're, mm-hmm. they could look at your story and go, well, if she even had it, then maybe, maybe it's like, I'm not crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so what, so you, to overcome that doubt, all those like little whispers and all this stuff, you just, you made a choice and you went, I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for it. Was that kind of the change? It was kind of that. I was was just so fed up with myself worrying about other people's opinions and judgments that, you know what, if I die tomorrow, what would I regret the most? So in difficult moments, when I wanted to hide in difficult moments, I would ask myself the question, okay, maybe 10 years from now or 30 years from now, like 50 years from now, lying in my deathbed or something (laughs) so crazy but what would I regret the most and the answer was I'll probably regret the most for the fact that I didn't play out fully I want to play out fully and my my yeah my corporate job was good I was getting paid really well you know I was getting a great bonus and package and you know, people really treated me well and respected me. They liked working with me. A lot of people thought very highly of me. So I became very good at what I, what I did, like my specialty and everything was just like, but then I was kind of getting bored, you know? <laughs> yeah. Of course, my mother like would have had a heart attack if I told her that, oh, I'm going to quit. I'm going to start something new, you know? But thank goodness I was searching for something new. And then I just use the tools that I learned with access consciousness. I basically use everything I learned. And I I have to tell you, it wasn't easy at times, but there were times that I was like, wow, this is what living is. This is is what people, some people say like, you know, your your life can be the way you choose choose it to be. I was like, wow, the myth was true. because guess what like I look around you know some of friends some friends of mine they they do really well and they hold certain jobs and I'm not making corporations wrong I'm not making having a job wrong but let's say if there's something else you'd like to explore or choose or have or create or institute but if your steady job or the steady paycheck paychecks holds you back and therefore you cannot explore different parts of you, the gifts that you have and the gifts you are to the world, that's very sad. And that's where I was. Even though I had a lot to explore and, and give and, and contribute to the world and people, because of my little, whatever, feelings and emotions and, and points of views that I could not really like, yeah, I'm going to do this, fuck this, I'm going to do it now, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, you just said something so beautiful. Explore all that you are. And to me, part of that is that self-expression. So, you know, like I I had a mohawk for, well, it's still mohawks, <laughs> but for um, I guess eight years. And people they, they would ask me questions like, is it to rebel? Is it because like and and it was like 
<clears throat> as though it was something against. But for me, it was expressing something for me. Like, and it was exploring this, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. Sorry, people. Um, it was uh, ex exploring aesthetic and beauty in a different way that I had before, because before we were talking about perfectionism, I was trying to do the perfect, like the perfect blonde girl, you know, you know, those perfect blonde girls, I was trying to be that. And it could never, I could never get it right. So then I started to explore. So I would love to chat more with you about self-expression and, and what does it mean to you to explore that through jewelry, through design, through aesthetics, all that stuff? Wow, that's a, that's a great topic, but I could just share with you when I, this is so funny. So when I told you that I was trying to start my own jewelry company a few years ago, but I was so in my head and so under pressure that I could not sketch any ideas. Mm. But I'm, I grew up as an artist and designer and I drew and painted and, you know, sketched all my, my entire life. And I was like, oh my God, I had all these thoughts and like ideas as to what to create. But once I try to put the idea down on a piece of paper, I couldn't do it. And I curse. I was going to say it. Yes, curse. Couldn't, couldn't fucking do it. And I was like, what is wrong with me? Maybe my career is over. My life is over because how, how there I was trying to create this amazing thing so that people will hopefully like them. But I couldn't even like put one idea down on a piece of paper and I try it and then I was like oh this is not working and I'll just go go to bed or just like kind of feel like down and a little depressed or and so days and days went by weeks went by still couldn't sketch a damn thing wow so I was like wow my life is really over something is very wrong with me with my head right I took the access bars class and I felt so much more space, so much more ease. I didn't, I stopped worrying about the business, what a great business I'll create, what great self, like expressive jewelry I'll create. You know what I mean? Because like yeah. I was coming from a big company and just all that like um, experience and, and knowledge that I acquired over the years was about this perfect brand perfect image perfect models and beautiful hair everything just like impeccable right flawless and there I was I was trying to start my small business in my own living room and I was just like pulling my hair out because nothing was perfect I was trying to do everything so I was like so freaking controlling over everything you know so yeah. there I was senior executive in big corporation trying to start our own company in our own living room and it's like totally different realities so fast forward a little bit I got over the the perfection and all that stuff or trying to be right or trying to be this way as far as like expressing certain beauty this way or that way I you know received some coaching and I had so much more space, so much more ease around the whole self-expression and design with a brand image. Oh my God, that used to kill me. <sighs> so I got over all that. I was like, you know what? Let's just fuck this up. Let's just screw up everything. So that was my mantra because I was just trying to be so perfect. Even though back then I didn't even know that I was trying to be perfect. 
Wow. But I heard somebody else, another facilitator talk saying, just fuck it up, fuck it up. But I was like, oh my God, that is not possible. I'm not fuck it up. I'll die. Yeah, not me. Other people can fuck it up, but not me. Like, you know what I mean? Just so hardcore. So even that I got over. So I'll tell myself, fuck it up, fuck it up, fuck it up. And I was one of those people, like before going on stage or before a big presentation, I'll freeze and I lose words. I don't know what to say. Like, but all in all other situations, I, I could be very confident and my, I could like deliver and talk about my, my work the best way. So I had that sort of like stage fright. Yeah. And it is, it is always there. But nowadays, I don't make myself wrong. I just breathe. Let's fuck it up. Let's fuck it up. You know, and that, yeah, and that provides so much um, ease for me. So one day I was playing with jewelry and I stopped trying to do perfect photography. I'll just like play with my iPhone, take the little rings I make and just post them on Instagram, right? And people started noticing what I post and they would reach out to me. Hey, that looks really good. Can I order it in gold? I was like, I didn't even expect that. And this is during the pandemic. And this is like, what is it? March, beginning of April. So we thought the whole world is like over and we may not ever live again or like yeah. you know, in, that, in that kind of like crazy time. And of course me sitting in my living room, couldn't get out anywhere. Everybody was like cooked up in the house. I was just like making little things using wire or little pearls I had lying around, right? And then just people started like ordering things in gold. Couldn't even get gold. Couldn't get anything in, in April. All my suppliers are shut down, you know? Wow. So the so jewelry, like, so I, I ended up starting a high-end jewelry, fine jewelry that way during the pandemic in my living room. It's so strange. Out of, I never thought that, that something like that was possible. Anyway, so this friend see my, one of my Instagram photos and she goes, oh my God, Nicole, your jewelry is beautiful, but look at your nails. You, you're, you're not even wearing a nail polish. In one photo, there's no nail polish. It's like raw, you know, fingernails. Um, and just like me just showing the ring like this or something, right? And she was like, oh, your jewelry is beautiful, Nicole, but you should just take care of your fingers. Or, I mean, your fingers are no good. You, you can, can you find a model or something? Like, so if that, that was me a few years ago, I would have been really embarrassed and mad, upset about the criticism that my friend just gave me. But I was like chuckling inside. And then she goes, and, and in another photo, I really like that emerald ring you made, but your nails are all chipped up and it looks horrible. <laughs> so I was like, I was like chuckling again, but guess what? I, I started a, a six figure uh, business in my living room in the middle of pandemic. With chipped nails. <laughs> with chip nails and, and horrible fingernails, horrible fingers, you know, with my wow. iPhone, like wow. with my bare hands, I created this from nothing, from zero, you know? So I was just like chuckling and then, uh, but I didn't say anything, you know? It's like interesting point of view. That friend had that point of view about my, my fingernails, but guess what? That friend, no matter how brilliant she is in terms of self-expression, in terms of how the product uh, needs to be displayed or expressed through social media, she couldn't start any of her businesses. She had all these ideas, 
for the last 20 years she shared with me what she wanted to do, she still hasn't created it. So, so, you know, that really made me think that, and I'm not criticizing her. And I see that in everybody. I, I used to be like that too, that, wow, what if people could just get over this thing about perfection or trying to be just too good, too perfect, too, you know what I mean? Too, 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 too. When I, yeah, so I'm glad that I'm willing to mess up, willing to fail, finally. And I, I, I thank, I thank Access and I thank you because you, you helped me a few years ago when I spoke to you. Aww. And it's like, it's such a like, you know, with, with your encouraging words, it's like, hey, like you saw something in me. Like I was starting I off as a facilitator. Yeah. I was shy. I was like, oh my God, Cassie, I'm afraid of social media. I, I hate, I hate showing myself, blah, 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 blah. You know, it's like, this is quietly listened and you chuckled just like now. And, <laughs> and, you know, you just let me kind of like talk whatever that I had to sort of like vomit, right? like, like, hey, I can't do this. I'm not going blah, 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 blah. And you're like chuckled. Okay, what else is possible now? <laughs> just mess it up try it just fail at it make a horrible video of yourself and post it you know in the group something like that so I was like oh my god Cassie's crazy she's asking me to make a horrible video oh man I was so stressed and I was like you know what making a horrible video I think I could do it so so I made it <laughs> and that was the be- beginning of it once I started making videos and started posting so that other people see I was willing to receive their judgments or criticism if they had any um and I was just free and and that was my turning point so I really want to thank you I don't know if I ever thanked you properly but that like that just really yeah thank you for being new oh well, thank you for receiving that and being willing to, to take the action because not everyone would, you know, mm-hmm. it's actually want to, it's, it's interesting that you say that and that your friend had criticized because I, I actually love your Instagram photos and there's, because it doesn't have that stamp of perfection to me, perfection is you cannot have self expression in perfection. Like it's, they're, they're not the same thing. Like mm-hmm. perfection, you can only be acquired from judgment of what is the right way to have something and how can you self-express through judgment? Yeah. So when I, when I've seen your Instagram stuff, there's a intimacy that you have with all of, all of the pieces, even when you're just like, just holding like the gem or like, Mm -hmm. like I, I, you were for a while, you were like doing metal work. Like you were showing, I was like, Oh, wow. Like it, (laughs) it, it showed me the life of everything that you were creating. Yeah. And that yeah. was to me way more attractive than the perfection of something that someone yeah. could show me. I really find joy in making um, th- things. I just really, there's, you know, probably like past life um, connections or past life experiences that is like continuing to care, being carried throughout through me. Yeah. But I just love creating and, you know, I really just, I'm thankful for all the access tools that I learned, like being able to ask questions and, and actually talk, talk to the gems and, and the creations and the jewelry as I work on them and ask them to co-create with me. 
and ask my clients to co-create with me that they're everything is like everybody's a part of the creation and it's so incredible you know like i didn't know this kind of world before and this thing this is the this is the little secret <laughs> it's about yeah yeah it's about like engaging everything engaging the molecules and energies and beings whether it's a client or me as the worker or the creator or any other technicians they may they may that i may hire or the gold molecules or diamond molecules right or the carbon structures all that is in play and i ask questions for them to come and play with me the same with photography taking photos of my jewelry oh my goodness in the beginning was such a hot mess for me <laughs> because there was something that i desired to create but i couldn't the 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 learn it seemed to be just so big mm. but by asking everything to contribute to me and in the creation process and me just willing to fail and try again and again and again something happened cassie one day boop, and things change and how say with the notice the shift so i really it's so in the beginning i noticed that in my tendency sometimes i try to express certain work whether it's my jewelry or i don't know painting in a sort of like perfect way but then i i just like I just play play with the brush or play with the knife or scissors whatever that i'm playing with when i make jewelry and then i go take a breath and i keep playing and in the play something else seems to come out mm. and and it's the same for investment so i invest a lot in multiple you know asset assets and in the beginning you know oftentimes people think that okay if i put money in here it's going to make me money or uh, am i going to make money off of this or what is it? you know what i mean like people have all these points of views and thoughts and that's probably very common but what i ask is wow what could be really fun to invest in and what would be a contribution for me or for the world at times because there are certain things that you could invest in and that could really contribute for the rest of the world as well or to the earth right okay pause for a second cuz that was yes. so big and i just want to like make sure i i have never heard anyone Yeah, I've never heard anyone ask what could I invest in that would contribute to the world. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. So like expansive and such a totally different way at looking at investments. Wow, okay, you can keep going. I just wanted that to yeah. sink in to the listeners cuz that what yeah. a gift that, that you just handed us. Right. Like, you know, even as a facilitator when we teach people like you know i'm i'm willing to hold a class for one person even if one person shows up uh, i'm willing to do that even if nobody shows up i'm going to make sure that i i'll stay in the energy and you know hold a space of consciousness awareness and possibilities and you never know who will show up right so but when we focus on the number the results of it oh only one person showed up or nobody showed up everybody would probably want to quit and and they don't want to continue with their business same with everything whether it's investment or making jewelry or creating fashion or hair you know but it's like the the question is oh my god what am i creating here on 
in this body, in this lifetime, on this planet, what am I creating? And so it has nothing to do with it's a one person or a hundred people, or I don't know, a million people that may show up in my class. Of course, it'll be fun. It'll be kind of like, you know, whoa, wow, a lot of people showed up. Oh my goodness, more revenues, right? Yeah. But even if it doesn't show up in that linear way, there are other things that are getting created. So for me, like, you know, my question is, wow, what else can I create and actualize here? And, and it, how can I, you know, what would it take for me to contribute more to the consciousness, choice possibilities in, in this planet? Because, you know, I was somebody who didn't have that many different choices and possibilities. And I didn't think that I could have this kind of interesting life that I'm leading now. Mm-hmm. Even though I was brilliant, I didn't know I was brilliant. I thought I was just a small employee oh. who, who were just tied to their co- corporate job, right? right? But now I'm like exploring all sorts of things, having so much fun. And it's like, I didn't know that it was possible for me. So like, what if I could offer, I don't know, the, a, like a little voice to let people know that, hey, it's possible for you too. It's not that difficult. It doesn't have to be hard. You're definitely that inspiration for people. You are that. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I receive it fully. <laughs> so I I know we're kind of running out of time, but I wanted to just touch a little bit. Right before we got on, you, you said it's all connected. Mm-hmm. And as we've been talking about you know, a little bit about your story and then, um, and then the jewelry and then coaching and facilitating. And, and I, as we're talking, I'm sensing that for you and even you go, it's in, in investing, like you're not going investment world is like this and jewelry world is like this box. And then this is this box. I would love to just explore that just a little bit, just give the listeners a little bit more of that sense of everything being connected. Oh, so investing is part of our life. It's not something separate. So if anyone listening to this or watching this video thinking that investing is for only those people in their beautiful looking suits or highly educated or studied finance, no, that's not true. The ideas, the possibilities are all around us. So, you know, Maybe a lot of women who watch this video uh, are maybe interested in like makeup or hair. That's a huge industry. It's a huge industry. And, you know, look up some companies that are publicly trade, traded in the stock exchange. You'll be so surprised. There are a bunch of makeup brands. There are multi-billion dollar worth. And some companies do phenomenally well. And if you are knowledgeable over certain brands, I mean, a lot of women are, I know this. Yeah. Also, look at food services. I mean, women, most of women probably go to grocery stores and, and shop grocery for the family. You know which companies are great. Is it a Whole Foods or some other chains? It's all corporations, right? And okay, what are the, what are the other great examples? Oh, um, Spanx, remember that brand? Yeah. Right? Oh my God, I can't remember the name of the CEO. Can't remember the name, Sarah? What is the name? Anyways, she used to go around and sell 
copy machines or fax machines or something, copy machines. Wow. She's a, a saleswoman. She's going all over the place, you know, trying to sell copy machines. And she noticed that when she wear uh, dress pants and, and, you know, her panty line would show up. And I used to hate that too. Like you look, you look at your butt. It's like, there's a strong panty line. Yeah. And like I, like then women started wearing thongs years ago and I was like, not that comfortable either. You know what I mean? And um, so she, oh, she didn't like how um, panty line would sort of like press on the skin and it creates that little like lumpy line, right? And yeah. She just really hated it and she didn't think that it was very professional whenever she go visit other companies to sell the machines. So she put on her pantyhose and she found out that pantyhose will smooth out the skin so that you don't see the indent on your butt. Right. And, and since it's a silk, it didn't cling to the fabric of the dress pants, but it'll just be uh, just smooth and comfortable. You know, like you would hate it if your your dress pants like cling to the the pantyhose, right? Yeah. But she didn't want the foot part because it just gets clammy, you know, blah blah blah. So she cut that part off, so it became little leggings, right? But pantyhose, silk silk pantyhose leggings. So she just put that on, put those on under her uh, dress pants, and went to work. And she felt so good in her skin. She didn't have to be conscious of a butt, you know, indents anymore. And therefore she was able to do a job well. She was very happy about that. And then she was like, wait, there must be a bunch of other women who must be interested in this. So she turned it into a product line and a bunch of women really loved it. Because wow. And then she developed this like other products that you would like a girdle, girdle, you call them girdles? Mm -hmm. Or yeah. like a, what do you call like a torso, like a, what do you, like not bustier, but like, you know, the things that you could wear around your torso or it's like a camisole with a bra built in, but it has a great support around the, the belly area. So like, you know, we wear, ladies are self-conscious of our bodies and we just want to show up in the world in a better <laughs> way, you know, in a more elegant, you know why so she developed she added all that to the product line and it was so intuitive and it was just so natural just the things that she wanted to wear that other and also other women would appreciate and would love to wear so that company became a multi-billion dollar company wow i think she recently sold it but look around how many ideas do you have in your own house you're trying to like sweep up and 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 the the Oh, this another lady who developed the the mop. You could twist it and it, it wrings the water out. So she became a multi multi million dollar. Um, yeah, she became a multi millionaire by creating the product as well. But you see, like all the ideas are all around us in everything that we do. Even this Zoom that we're using right now, it's just a tiny little company. And during the pandemic, everybody wanted to video conference, and it was so easy and simple to learn. So Zoom became a huge company as well. So it's like the ideas are all around us and it's that you could either invest in the company or you could create your own product and develop that into a company. It could become a multi-billion dollar, billion dollar company. So it's not really like the money and your ideas and your life is not separate. There's, there's just all like 
you know what I mean? I don't know how to explain. <laughs> you know, it's like, perfect. <laughs> it's all like this, you know, even look at jewelry company, huge industry, fashion industry. Oh my goodness. And we're wearing those clothes and wearing the products. We're buying the hair dyes. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. the nail polish. It's all mostly they're perfectly traded companies. So start asking, um, no, start noticing what kind of products you're using, what kind of services you're using and see if there's anything that you could improve if you like to create a product because all you need is a small angle, small angle. You don't have to like try to invent a whole new thing. Of course, yes, if you want to, you could do that, but you could improve a part of an existing business or services or products and then you could totally... Um, reap the benefit of everything that you put into it's like really interesting you know i'm i'm noticing more and more of that myself as well and asking more questions and inviting more energies to play with me you know like i i was talk, talking to someone else about this but during the pandemic i noticed that um there was a box like this big box in, in my building downstairs lobby that somebody you know got delivered someone needs to pick it up and it's, it's a, it had chewy chewy logo on the box i had no idea what chewy was but immediately i thought oh maybe that's a granola bar because you know sometimes i buy granola bars because we go hiking a lot i was like oh maybe it's a good brand whatever and then i walked out of the building without thinking much didn't ask any questions it didn't occur to me back then one week after after that incident, I see another chewy box, right? I'm like, oh my goodness, this per that person went through that entire box of granola. <laughs> that must be like more than 50. How could somebody consume that many granola bars? And I was like, wow, damn, a lot of granola bars. Again, I didn't ask any questions, right? And then a month later, I noticed a bigger chewy box. I was like, whoa, what is this freaking chewy? <laughs> quickly went upstairs i googled chewy it's it's like a, a pet products like pet food or something oh and okay. something was and i and then i was like whoa gotta start asking questions okay what 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 would it take for me to do anything or is there anything that that is required of me or you know father would like to invest in this you know would this company contribute or can i be a contribution to this yeah. company, what contribution is, is this company making to the pet owners and pets? Oh, wow. So questions that seem to be very expensive. So I invested in it and that was great. And a lot of people seem to order a lot of stuff from that company. And that company <laughs> was like, it's like, but like how many times do we sort of like ignore these signs? Because there are signs pop up like little whispers little signs that pop up all over the place all the time once you start noticing the same with gems mm -hmm. i go to my suppliers my wholesalers my you know vendors there are certain things that bing, they they want to pull your attention they want you to buy them or there are some companies stocks they pull my energy they want me to invest in them as well same with people right like you hire people you work with certain people some people definitely have that energetic um uh, pull per se and then yeah. you're like oh wow 
you know, you end up working with a person or hiring that person and you're like, wow, what a contribution that person has. And really, you really enjoy being with the person or the, the work that person produced or something like that. So you see, it's like, we're just, just all connected. It's, it's yeah, it's quite interesting. I didn't know this, but the more I play with the tools of access consciousness, I start to notice more and more of this different world, different reality. And it's quite interesting because like you talk a lot about gold and the energy of gold as well. And yeah. that's another interesting um, energies and, and uh, that I play with as well. And then what else is there, right? There must be so much more that we haven't even like tapped into yet. I'm just excited. Yeah. <laughs> I keep playing. You know, it's like, it makes me smile, makes me like relaxed and just have more fun. And yeah. Well, and yeah, thanks for saying relax because there's such this energy of relaxation that you, that you find, I find when I let go of the perfection piece, like I can't relax mm -hmm. if I'm trying to be anything yeah. perfect um and just exploring and playing and wow um thank you so much you i just i want to direct people to you we're gonna obviously we'll have links and things um but so you facilitate classes mm -hmm. yes uh online yes. and live yes 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 both. and and if people want to buy julie from you they want to <clears throat> work with you in other ways we can just direct them to all those places Oh yeah, so I I work with Instagram a lot. So okay. jewelry is Nicole Kim Jewelry, um, and my coaching Instagram is Nicole Kim Consciousness. Oh, I love that. Very simple. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll have links for you guys. Thank you so much for coming on here, Nicole. You're just you're fascinating you're and beautiful and lovely. And thank you. It's always a pleasure to speak to you, Kathy. <laughs> Bye for now, guys. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if together we could create a greater, more curious world?